Welcome to Heim Time. I'm your host, Travis Heim. I'm Emma Heim. And we are very excited today because <laughs> we have a special guest, a good friend of ours, um, someone who every time I've had a conversation with him, I've, I've left feeling inspired. And I mean that truly. True. Um, our friend, Jonathan Morris. Yay. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Thank, <laughs> Thanks for um, being here. Thank you for thank you for inviting me. Of course, our, I'm excited about this. Yeah, our our first uh, our first question is always, "How are you?" Because <laughs> with everything going on, you have a lot going on. You have a lot going on. <laughs> what do you have going on? I'm I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. You know, this has been obviously a very tumultuous summer. Yeah. Um, right. Just oh my goodness, like emotionally. Um, exhausting, mm-hmm. but um, also good things have been happening. And, and quite frankly, I feel very optimistic about yeah. the future. Um, myself, like just business wise mm-hmm. and things that I've got going on, I'm, I'm really optimistic, but I feel optimistic about just kind of the direction that we are, are headed yeah. as, as a society, as a city. I feel hopeful. Good. Yeah. Good. Keep hopeful. it going. We need it. I, <laughs> Drive it. I, I have to remain optimistic. <laughs> you otherwise have to. I will crumble. <laughs> well, I mean, seriously, though, in today's yeah. time, it's not hard to let that get to you. You know, yeah. like the hard stuff is weighing down. And yeah, I kept saying, like, it can't, you know, in March or whatever. Well, it can't get any worse, and that's like six <laughs> months later. Uh, stop saying that. So, yeah. Well, awesome. Um, what are you doing here? You're way, way too big to be on this. <laughs> this I really appreciate it. That's, that's that's not true. Right? That's not true. I'm, you know, I'm 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 excited to be here. A couple of reasons. Number one, you texted me like, "Yo, doing a podcast. You want to be on it?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's talk." Because yeah, yeah. I, you know, I I feel like. You know, as small business owners, and particularly in Fort Worth right now, there's just, I don't know, like we, it's almost like we, there is a, um, a linked kinship. Yeah. There's, there's yes. something that I think we all understand, especially because, you know, in, in a lot of ways we're, we're serving for similar, yeah, similar, the same community yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. as, you know, as, as big as this community is and becoming increasingly yeah, <laughs> bigger. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I know you got like I, I love watching y'all and how you move and how you. Thank you. Keep jumping and just right. going and, and and expanding and and looking for new opportunities yeah. to continue doing what you're doing. Thank you. One it's day at a time. Same to you too. Yeah. It doesn't feel that way sometimes. You know, you're just like, what the hell is going on? But it's like, yeah, I think we we try to approach that. And two, that's kind of you know, um, getting into, to further questions we had or whatever, but like with us, it was always like approach a new opportunity and you really look at it organically of like, Mm -hmm. one, is this something that we can do right now with everything else going (laughs) on? But there's so many times where you just kind of, you just got to jump in. And I think that's, you know, kind of the same thing with you. So, um, did you grow up in Fort Worth or? No, I did yeah. not grow up in Fort Worth. Well, yes and no. Yeah. Right. So I grew up coming to Fort Worth. So yeah. my parents, my grandparents are all from Fort Worth. Awesome, um, yeah. my, my parents moved, um, from, um, Fort Worth to San Antonio where I was born in 1984. <laughs> I was born in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, do the math. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and so, um, growing up, mm-hmm. we would always 
come to Fort Worth. Yeah. So the family was here. Uh, but then in 2012, um, my wife and I, we got married and yeah. I moved to Fort Worth. And since then it's been home, home. Yeah. yeah. And for sure. You know, I've, so I've always been pretty familiar with Fort Worth right, and, yeah. and had a sense of what's going on mm-hmm. in the city. And since, you know, last eight years now, um, have, you know, fallen in love with yeah. what the city is. And, you know, quite frankly, I think that what I'm, even more in love with is what I think Fort Worth is becoming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Is um your wife's name's Catherine. Catherine. Yeah, is yeah, she yeah. from San Antonio too? No, 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 no. So I grew up. Like, I love so, these stories. So, so, I was, so I was born in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. We moved to Austin, like, well, in like to, to Pflugerville. And so I went to like elementary and middle school there and then moved um up to Corinth, up, up near Denton. So I went to high school in Denton. We went okay. to high school together. Oh, nice. In Denton. Uh, high school sweetheart. Yeah. I love uh, that. <laughs> uh, she went to TCU. Okay. Um, and then she stayed in Fort Worth. I went to school in Atlanta. And when I moved back to the Metroplex, um, moved to Dallas. And then um, when we got married, I said, why not Fort Worth? Yeah, this and, is home, and that's too like that was 2012, and I just feel like even since 2012, Fort Worth is night and day different. Yeah, yeah, 100 sure, night yeah, 100. And I was gonna say too, like for us, we mentioned this on the last podcast, but like Fort Worth, how they support people like us that are yeah. like, you know, we've got the drive, we really want to do something, and the the amount of support it's is insane. Right I think, here, like when we were in the food truck, it was almost like is this real life? Because yeah. people kept coming and coming and the lines are so long. And I feel like you're probably, I mean, you're in the same, the same boat with how much love that you get in this city. Like, I, I think that was, I think that was special about Fort Worth is that uh, well, uh, a couple things. Whenever you present something fresh to the city. Yeah. And, and maybe it's something that has always been here but mm-hmm. it's just thought of in a in a new way yeah yeah i think the city re- responds to it because people are are hungry for it. i mean yeah, sponge. watching you know watching you guys i remember when you guys were in the trailer i yeah, think yeah. that what happened i mean obviously you guys weren't the first people to start making barbecue right, right. Yeah, yeah. but your take on the barbecue game in fort worth was fresh and mm-hmm. new so much so that people said okay there's something number one well number one product yeah <laughs> it's pretty pretty good right yeah. but then like i think you guys are also like very likable people well, right and so even and so, you trap <laughs> so, mostly yeah, mostly yeah. Yeah, i mean let's be honest but, but but people um are hungry for something to say you know what this is this is these yeah. are people in and of my city and we want to we want to support we want to support these dreams right. and i think that that's what um you know, especially, especially, you know, since kind of that era. When did you guys open the first restaurant? 20, oh, the first restaurant was 2016. Food truck, 2015. So that yeah. era, like that, those, these last five, three, yeah. five, six years, I feel like, man, like the city is yeah. just responding to brands that are saying brands and, you know, product services, people that are just thinking about new things to introduce to Fort Worth yeah, in a yeah. fresh way. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. It's a good place to be if you're going to yeah. start something, that's for it, sure. You know yeah, what yeah. I think that is? Like, I think that 
like we have this sense of like, and everybody says like Fort Worth, it's a you know big city, small town feel. <laughs> yeah, and it's, yes, it's, yes. it's like super cliche, mm-hmm. yeah. but I think it's so real because yeah. it's unique in that we, you know, are you know have that you know you go everywhere and you see people you know and it it feels very like connected. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, we're the thirteenth largest city in the nation. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So we're like deceivingly. Yeah. Yeah. Populated. And so there's a lot of volume of people. But in the same at the same time, we've been able to maintain this sense of like familiarity yeah, and like pretty close knit. You know, yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. think that there's something to be said. I mean, I think that if you looked at so if we're the thirteenth largest city in the nation, and there's twelve cities bigger than Fort Worth. Yeah. I think you'd be hard pressed to find cities that have that same connectivity yeah. within them that same yeah, community yeah. aspect that for whatever reason it's like we don't it's like we're a lap dog like we don't know how big we are <laughs> yeah. oh that's such you a know good, what I mean? good way to say it <laughs> that's what i think for we're that's like, true we don't, yeah. we don't realize we're like we're like an actual metropolis yeah <laughs> and it really uh, doesn't feel that way and i i grew up here you know born and raised and my mother was from here and everything and you know to their stories of like you know, where Hewlin Mall, like where their house was, was off of Bel Air over by TCU, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. everything south of that was just fields. Yeah. Like yeah, literally. Yeah. And that was when she was in high school, I mm-hmm. think. And so just, you know, talking to people like that who've who've uh, been here for a while, it's crazy. But I think, too, I wonder how much of Fort Worth especially has always been. And like we would, this really like showed itself when we went to college and I, I, we went to college in Tyler, East Texas. Mm-hmm. So it's not far, but... People be like, where are you from? You know, oh, he's from Dallas. I'm like, I'm not from no. Dallas, right? <laughs> like, you got me all let, wrong. Yeah, let's get this clear. And we love Dallas. Totally we different. hope they love barbecue. But it's yeah. it's Fort Worth's always had that mentality of, I don't know if it's like little brother or whatever, but, you know, our industry and everything was, you know, the same, but maybe more, you know, Cowtown mm-hmm. and that type of And even Panther City, you know, Panther City is like the story of that is that, some Dallas writer said Fort Worth is so boring that there's a Panther laying down in the next to the city hall or whatever. It's like, it was supposed to be a knock on Fort Worth, you know, sucks mm-hmm. or whatever. We um, ran with that. We were like, we like yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, I like this. great. Kind of cool. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> Go oh, us. man. Did you see that video of the, the Carolina, this is completely off topic, but the, not really the Carolina What's Panther the receiver. <laughs> there's like this, no. this guy that just started, um, We'll have to look up the video, but he's like, who the hell is that? What's that bear doing? And it was the Panther mascot. <laughs> and the other guy, the, the other guy on the team goes, that's Sir Purr, man. What are you talking about? And he's like, Sir Purr. He's like, why do you call him that? He's like, that's his name. <laughs> it's like the Panther mascot. <laughs> it was so stupid. Sorry I brought it up. But, it's um, fine. We, we, there's no, yeah. no timeline here. <laughs> yeah. So um, we, we got a lot going on, but uh, I really appreciate you coming. So um you know, w- w- there's a lot that I, w- I want to talk about, but I guess with you, you are the quintessential entrepreneur in my mind. Every time I talk to you, you're like ideas, this or that or whatever. And it's awesome. And and I'm, I'm similar to that, you know, especially with all the stuff we got going on, we're trying to think of new stuff, but, um, one, and I just did the mouth thing again, one, I don't know how you do it, first of all. So like, how do you find time or, or what do you kind of do to help foster that creativity where you're thinking about new ideas, new, you know, stuff? 
Good question. Thank you. I need to stop. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. like I feel like I'm, yeah. I keep adding to my plate, and right now, like, I need to like chill out a little bit because yeah. <laughs> I just don't have the bandwidth right now. But um, I don't know, man. Like, I I'm I'm particularly inspired um, traveling. Yeah. Um, and anytime. I go somewhere and I see something or I experience a place. Mm -hmm. I feel like I get like envious. I'm like, man, like, yeah. right. we need, like, we need that on four. Like, right. Why can't, why can't yeah. we have that? Too? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. and, you know, I think that so much of, you know, my inspiration or whatever, it just comes from um, thinking about Fort Worth and the, the place that I live and creating the spaces that, I want to inhabit and right. accentuating the the people and the, the the spaces that I think make this place special. Yeah, and I want to make it a place where I want to be for a long yeah. time. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I want other people to um, discover the city in a in a in a, in a fresh way. Um, and I think you know, for me, entrepreneurship is. Um, my my medium or art form yeah. Mm -hmm. to, yeah, yeah, yeah to do that mm -hmm. and um it, right now you know i'm focused on the barbershop and mm -hmm. i'm focused on um this hotel project yeah um and for me there i think of them as you know community spaces that um allow allow us to tell stories yeah you know tell stories of of place mm -hmm. and of people yeah. And I just, I think that that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like, that's I think awesome. that, like, yeah, yeah. I'm over here like, oh, gosh, <laughs> stop crying. I think, <laughs> um, inspired. I read, I read on the, and, and Jonathan's owner, uh, founder of Fort Worth Barbershop, um, which is off Montgomery or right where's Mon the address? Right off Montgomery and, um, Vickery. Technically it's Lovell, but, uh, off Vickery, right yeah. there, right at the corner. Two black garage doors. Yeah. And the weather's nice to put the garage doors up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and it's awesome. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's so funny, you know, how you say that. So it's like, two, we're, I never left Fort Worth until I was like 18, you know what I mean? But like now, especially recently, travel is such a huge part of our life. Like, mm -hmm. or we wish was. it was. It's like, right. now it's like dead. So Remember like, traveling? Yeah, I know. I it was know. Like, going places. Yeah. I know. So fun. That's such um, a fun experience that we don't get to have. I know. And two, it's, it's interesting you say that. And something that I've thought of for a while is like, especially in the culinary scene, Fort Worth is kind of like five years behind mm. the trend. And I'm not saying that to be a negative, but it's like you see like other stuff in, let's say, New York or L.A. or whatever. And so it's kind of you can do that. But, you know, for us, you know, craft barbecue, I think, started with Aaron Franklin, you know, mm -hmm. like barbecue's been around for whatever. But really, guys in Austin were kind of doing the new, you know, style. Yeah. Um, and it's the same thing with 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 that. And so. You know what? What role do you think timing plays into that? Because obviously, a lot. You guys weren't the first barber shop, but a the lot. way that you curated it, yeah, a lot. Man. Yeah, like, I, I think that sometimes, you know, the 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 season is just right, and timing is everything. Just yeah, aligns. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I think that you know it doesn't hurt to be in a a city that is growing. Yeah, and people are actively moving to right. on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. So that's huge. And I think that, you know, maybe it, part of what plays into that also is just kind of his, 
the historical mindset. Yeah. Um, it, it, I'm speaking of Fort Worth right, right, specifically, right. right? I think that Fort Worth um, folks <sighs> for a very long time have always felt like, okay, you know, if I want to have craft barbecue, then mm-hmm. I've got to go to Austin because right. that's where craft barbecue yeah, yeah. exists. Or mm-hmm. Dallas. Or, yeah, yeah, or if I want to go yeah, shopping, yeah. I got to go to Dallas yeah, because yeah. that's where it exists. If mm-hmm. I want this, I want that. And I think that we've been, we've like played the backseat for a really long time. Yeah. And I think that what's happening is in where um, you're seeing what success looks like in mm-hmm. Walmart mm-hmm. is people that like yourself that are saying, okay, we we're in and of Fort Worth. Let's create yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing that we care about. Let's do it our way yeah. and yeah. present it to Fort Worth, Texas. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, you know, when we when we opened up uh the barbershop back in 2014, coming up on six years now. Wow. In twenty fourteen, um it just, you know, I, I looked around and I'm like, yeah. like, why like why is there not a barbershop, yeah. the way the way the way I see see them in on the East Coast or on right, the West Coast, right. or yeah. even in in the UK or yeah. Paris or Italy. I'm like, there's some really cool vibes mm-hmm. in the barbershop world. Why does that not exist in 2014 yeah. at all? Yeah, yeah. And I look, you know, around the country, around the world, whatever. And I'm just like, we have people. It's so going back to like. There's population. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at that point, I think that we were like around like 800 something thousand people. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I cannot be the only person right. that feels this way. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Right? Let's present this, you know, let's pre- a barbershop. Yeah. Let's just present it in a different way than anything else. Yeah. yeah. And I think that people will respond to that. Yeah. And, you know, that was kind of my <laughs> hypothesis with the barbershop. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Um, the community mm-hmm. supported it. You know, like the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Responding, and I think that like Fort Worth, like people want to get behind things yeah. that feel yeah. like yo, like this so is true. this is us doing us, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that thing is. And I think yeah. that um, leaning into the community and really saying like, hey, like we're gonna we're gonna you know create this space or this this thing, and we're gonna do it in our Fort Worth way. Or, and I think that also like it's not it's it's okay for things to be inspired yeah right? yeah and so going back to like travel like yeah. when i would travel to place i'm like man like what what if like what is the fort worth version of yeah this barbershop yeah, yeah what yeah. is the fort worth version of this you know hotel or whatever right. like what is like how do we uh how, how, how do we remain authentically fort worth yeah and determine what that is yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just bring new stuff to the city and like that yeah that's that's, Somebody's got to drive that too. Cause like you said, yeah. there's still Fort Worth spin on everything you do and everything we do, but like how, who determines that? And yeah. it's right. like, well, it's kind of us, yeah. you know, like yeah. it's you, yeah. it's us. Like yeah. it's yeah. pretty cool to be able to do that. And then that experience, like the thing that you're creating is through your lens. right? Yeah. And you know, Fort Worth oh. obviously has a lot of pockets and a lot of bubbles yeah. and a lot of, yeah. but guess what? Like as entrepreneurs, what we get to do is say, okay, here's my take on. Yeah. Yeah, it is art. It's totally yeah. art and how people perceive it and everything. It's 
It's pretty, it's cool. Yeah. Man, I'm getting inspired. Uh, oh, like, let's open you. another one, babe. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, off of that, too, now you're working on a hotel. Yeah. Which is, like, so cool. We're going to do a weekend stay for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah, not? Yeah, of course. Um, so when, do you have an ETA on that? Or that's a loaded question right there. I love that question. People are like, oh, when's your new when's restaurant? Yeah, it's like, I have no idea. You know, like, I'm going to tell you, like, whenever we, like, first like publicly announced that we're doing like when is it open i want to book a room I'm yeah like, dude can i find a contractor <laughs> yeah. first like, right yeah blueprints yeah <laughs> like we have uh, land <laughs> yeah so you're right so so um we are expecting to open early 2021 so we're, okay. we're still shooting for and so um you know it, it's been it's just wild because I mean, we literally started construction like as the global pandemic was of course <laughs> right? just yeah. getting started <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, of course um, of course um and so you know we don't know exactly what travel is going to look like mm-hmm. yeah one thing that you know just kind of watching the industry as it's starting to recover one thing that we we are seeing is that um there's a lot more drive-in traffic um mm-hmm. people are doing staycations yes. a lot more as opposed to you know flying traffic and yeah. then obviously more like regional tourism more, type more regional thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah and you know business travel is not non-existent but it's yeah. it's not what it was and it, quite frankly i don't know that it will be like because yeah. i think like one of the things i'm thinking a lot about is like like the idea of like office and the idea of um uh, 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 traveling for, yeah. I think that's changing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. people like, yeah, if we I, think the same. If I want to, if I, I've got a, I've got a call on Friday or on Monday with, um, someone in Serbia. Yeah. <laughs> like, and we're just gonna hop on a Zoom call, <laughs> yeah. and that's gonna be just that. Chat, yeah, whatever. Like the <laughs> idea that I would ever like. Yeah have to fly i mean obviously there is yeah. value in like relationship yeah. like being face to face with yeah. obviously yeah. we're doing this face to face but i think that things are gonna change yeah, yeah. we agree. did even yesterday we had a, a meeting with our business partner on zoom or whatever and it's like we would never do that before and like we're all in fort worth right yeah now, you know what i yeah. mean but it was like let's get on it was a 10 minute you know thing that we're talking working on something and um but I guess my point is we would never have thought of doing right. that. You know, we're like, oh, we got to set a date. We got to go all meet yeah. here, waste an hour of our day, you know, yeah. like the whole thing. And it's just like, you can do it so quick. And we were talking too earlier about like even uh, shopping and like grocery stores mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, what do you think, you know, this COVID and all this stuff going on is is really affected almost every industry you know yeah. how does that what does that look like for retail for you retail well, barbershop everything i mean yeah. well i think like particularly like with retail oh, like with a retail like if you are not providing an experience yeah i just that's just a tough mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. it's such a tough go now more so than not that it wasn't a hard book. Right. Yeah, but yeah, totally. Maybe more so than ever. You know, in the in the, the barbershop world, so we were closed for two right. months. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously the nature of barbershop, you're in very yeah. close proximity to right. um someone who is standing over your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so, you know, since opening since reopening um in uh middle of may so middle of march to middle of may we were we're closing you know Crazy. sucks because yeah. yeah i've got to tell a team of folks like um yeah 
we don't have a job right now for and yeah. I don't know when we're going to. Mm-hmm. Um so crazy. I'll mean, experience that in some, you know, in some mm-hmm. in some way. Yeah. But um since opening up, it's just like new procedure, like new procedures, new process. How do we ensure the public and our team of people, yeah. staff, like, hey, yeah. we're going to create this environment that if you're ready to come back to the barbershop, we're being yeah. thoughtful about the right. way that we, yes. the way that your reentry into, you know, mm-hmm. uh being in close proximity to people yeah. and tools. and There's a new um, normal <laughs> for yeah. sure. And I think that, you know, quite frankly, I think that across a lot of industries, you know, obviously with entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship in particular, everybody's had to get creative. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, I mean, I mean, I'm sure you guys like business model is yeah. like yeah. changing in, in, in a lot of ways. $2 yeah. Tuesday. Do what you, do <laughs> what you can. Yeah. But you know what? I, you know, silver lining, I think that we're going to be better for having to get creative mm-hmm. and having to yeah. pivot. Um, it's almost like shit, like, like <laughs> you know, if you can survive a, a pandemic, yeah. like maybe we could yeah. do anything, you I know. know. Yeah. But but I also think that like just the sheer nature of what entrepreneurship is, it is creativity. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. thinking for <laughs> yeah. solving for the unknown a yeah, lot of yeah, times. Yeah. So um obviously so much of of this, you know sucks but um i hope that we're we we get stronger yeah i think so. for sure what advice do you have for someone that's trying to be the next jonathan morris oh Boom. don't try to be me try, <laughs> try to be you try to be you that's <laughs> the first one yeah. start there yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking <laughs> no. um you know but in, in terms of like wanting to go into business mm-hmm. like yeah go like I think that what so many people do is they wait for, they wait for, the perfect time till they mm-hmm. have enough money till mm-hmm. they have everything in order till they know exactly they mm-hmm. they have the answer they're waiting to have the answers for everything and I mean I don't know about you guys but like I learn on the go yeah for sure and so much yeah. of yeah, yeah. you know s- success as entrepreneurs I think it's just. Being willing to go, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and and sometimes I mean that might very well mean like, hey, okay, like the scale at which you want to be, you have to start smaller, yeah, um, uh, or you know what the the end goal looks like may not be what day one looks like, but mm-hmm. just go, mm-hmm. yeah, and you know learn how to swim when you get in the water, yeah, yeah. because I agree. If if once you once you're in the deep end, you gonna have to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Or the other. for sure. And I think that training your training your training those muscles to mm-hmm. figure figure shit out yeah, as yeah. you go yeah. is is a part it's of what big. entrepreneurship is. And, and then know. throw a pandemic in there, you do some real <laughs> some pivoting. Bring a little pandemic. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> then you get real good at it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I, to your point, I don't know if there's any way to to fully mitigate risk yeah. you know what i mean i think that's the part where that's i the see best part though you know because i, I like uh, i'm not near as friendly as you are <laughs> but i get the same of like i want to open a barbecue place yeah. i want to do this and so you know i'll reach out to people in an email and uh 
then, you know, shoot me an email or whatever, you know, type of thing. And then they were like, so how do you do it? And I'm like, nah, man, that's not how this works. Like you got to have, like, you got to be past step one at least to figure out. But I think a lot of times people go like, you know, oh, that's cool. I want to do that. But then there's so much that's involved. And like, for us, it's exactly like you said, like we opened the food truck, a hundred dollars in our bank account when we open the doors. And so you're like, if this doesn't work, this is, you know, this is not good. <laughs> right. But, we'll but I'm not going to not let it work. It's yeah. the other, yeah, yeah. the yeah. drive, you Hard know? work for sure. <laughs> but you know what? Like, um, I think that like, I think that as much as <clears throat> I think that entrepreneurship should be like demystified mm-hmm. for a lot of people mm-hmm. at the same time, like some people need to understand that they're not entrepreneurs yeah. and like, it's also okay. Like, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Because, like if you like, if, if you, don't want the anxiety of, you know, personnel issues and let's go into that. No, (laughs) yeah. Stuff you honestly never even thought of. Like, yeah. You know, the financial, like if you don't want, if you don't want the sleepless night, sometimes Mm -hmm. you don't want the, the, yeah, I didn't say trouble. (laughs) If you don't want the trouble of having to, yeah. Be the last person mm-hmm. to have the answer mm-hmm. when everybody's looking at you like, what, 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 what are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to be that person yeah. and you don't want to hire for that person, yeah. then it may not be for you. And, that, and that's yeah. okay. And sometimes I think it might take even starting a business to figure that out, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. I always encourage people to, you know, if you have a dream, if you have an idea, if there's something that you want to do, if there's, if, if you um, envision a better way of mm-hmm. building a mousetrap or whatever that is. I think that like you should like for me. I almost feel like you know, I don't know how much longer I have on 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 this earth, and so I got these ideas, and like I'm trying to get them out of my head and yeah. into the world, and we'll see what happens. And I think that you know, part of being that risk taker, mm-hmm. being an entrepreneur, is like learning to like. Be okay with the idea of failure, yeah. Yes. Because yeah, like, yeah. like in in my you know six years of I guess professional full time entrepreneurship, I ain't done everything right. I made yeah. a lot of mistakes, yeah, yeah. and I think that the fear of them could have very well kept me from just starting. Mm-hmm. And I think it it can be paralyzing for a lot of people. And um. It, it it every day. I think another thing is like you know. I feel like entrepreneurship is so glorified mm. that people miss <laughs> that sometimes you can have some real shitty days, right? Yeah, hundred yeah, um, yeah, yeah. percent. I think that people don't realize that you know when you're building a team, you're the last person to get paid. Right. For uh, people sure. don't realize that like, <laughs> hey, like there's going to be significant sacrifice mm-hmm. from what you're everyday world mm-hmm. may yeah. may be like and that's again that's not for everybody and that's right. also okay you yeah, know yeah I mean? absolutely yeah, yeah there's nobody to complain to or like yeah i mean you have good friends and um i'm sure Catherine is like your rock is <laughs> same as for us but like bouncing ideas off certain people and like there's just not it's not like that like you're you're I don't know how to say it. Like you're on your own, but you're not because you have that community. <laughs> but like the if you're up here trying to make these 
ideas, decisions, everything, and like people are looking to you yeah. for like the answers or a paycheck. And, so, and this you're time like, you're like, oh, I don't know the answer, but here's what we gonna do. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and it and it and it works, you know. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. And now we're almost, or I guess we are, over a hundred employees. Wow. And then Dallas. Well, is Dallas about is to gaining. Add, yeah. yeah, even more. So, it, the same thing with you. It's I like mean, there's there is <laughs> weeks of. Is it, so everyone loses a job, you know, I mean, you really, we had no idea what, what the future held yep. and everything. And, and it's crazy. And there's a lot to that. And, you know, I, that's, I talked to a lot of people that are the same thing. I want to open a barbecue place. It's like, do you want to work a hundred hours a week yeah. for, you know, what, $1 an hour for the first year, two years, you yeah. know, and then just hope that something pops and it works. It's, you know, I, the, the line that we always say, and I, I'm interested your perspective because you're not a barber right mm -hmm. by trade mm -hmm. but for us it's we always talk about passion and mm -hmm. we hire for passion and what are you passionate about people could be passionate about anything for us i would have never opened a taco place or done mm -hmm. something else just because it's not what mm -hmm. i cared about but for you that passion is is different right it's, yeah. it's it's not necessarily on that but more in and two i wanted to bring up you know looking at uh the forward barbershop website mm -hmm. There's a whole mantra, if you will, right, of very, you know, intentionality. This is a space for community, right, where as inclusive yes. as possible, Absolutely. everything. I don't know if there's any other barbershop that has that. So I guess, yeah. you know, I, I'm not really yeah. asking a question, but, you know, what are you passionate about and how does that yeah. sort of play into <clears throat> what you do? Sure. So, like, I started the barbershop because... I wanted a place that I wanted to go to yeah. to get a haircut, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, because... better than super cuts or, <laughs> exactly. but you Fantastic know, Sam's. Sam's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. should we get married? <laughs> You guys have Fantastic Sam's stories? No, we just love Dude, the I name. I used to go to Fantastic Sam's back Dude. in the day. Not to interrupt, Fantastic <laughs> Sam's and the one that always gets me is Dress Barn. Oh, is that women's clothes out of Dress Barn? Is there a worse name for a store? <laughs> Jesus. Well, so sorry, go ahead. You remember the names Dress Barn yeah, and yeah. Fantastic Sam's? That's true, so, yeah. It worked, I guess. Yeah, it worked. It's, yeah. it's embedded. The other, yeah. day, the other day, we were, we were dropping down Healy Fox. Maybe have seen this. Uh, not Healy, um, Can't Believe. Uh -huh. And by there's a store. It's called Not Just Soccer. And I was like, Yeah. What's in there? Oh, <laughs> not just soccer. Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. Check this yeah. out. Okay. Uh, whatever. Um, but no, man, like, like I'm 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 passionate about a couple things. Number one, like taking something that literally I know that it exists in between here. Yeah. yeah. And like what I'm driven by is like like the steps and the journey mm -hmm. into making it a place where now it goes from in between my ears to this place that other people yeah. are experiencing. Mm -hmm. And like, I get off on like this idea of just like, like this, like this, I'll walk into the barbershop and like, this guy is, you know, sitting there getting beer trim and getting mm -hmm. a shave. He has no clue that like, I just one day it was, obsessed with the idea of creating a space mm -hmm. right. that he would come to yeah. and enjoy and tell his friends and family about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And to me, like, that's like, that's what I love, like creating, yeah. like just yeah, yeah, yeah. Cre creating something that, um, creating experiences, yeah. um, that like, it just improve people's 
lies, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think that, what was your question? What was the question again? I, I just, don't know. I just, <laughs> what, what are you passionate about? Yeah. Yeah. So, and so like for me, like <clears throat> the barbershop was a place. So yeah. the barbershop was a place that I really enjoyed going to, but I wanted to enjoy doing it more. And I wanted yeah. to be able to enjoy doing it in the mm-hmm. city um, that I live in. And mm-hmm. then from there, like I really enjoyed building teams and I yeah. really enjoy um, just those environmental elements that, um, I believe can shape community. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want this, the barbershop to be, I think anything that I ever do from this point forward to be a place that represents diversity, that represents inclusivity, that Mm -hmm. represents um, a a place where people can feel safe and know that we value them and you're going to be treated with respect and dignity. And if you, and I was talking, I was talking to, um, someone um a couple of weeks ago um and they were telling me how um their spouse was transgender mm-hmm. and was growing a beard mm-hmm. and just was really um had been apprehensive about the barbershop mm-hmm. uh, yeah. experience Aww. right I didn't think yeah. about that yeah. and um uh she was telling me that they felt very comfortable when they came to they came to the and felt and I was like shit man like that's like that's what I want to do like I want to create this space where it's like you know what like all are welcome if you if you have because I've 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 been in the spaces where I didn't feel welcome right Mm -hmm. and I know like I know what that feels like so I think there's so much of kind of I guess my vision for like yeah in this case like a barbershop could be is just like empathy right it's just like leading with this this idea of like Mm -hmm. okay you know what like what makes me feel good in a space what makes me feel honored as a person yeah how do i you know when when and where do i feel most seen and because like i can can remember going to barbershops where i'd walk in and like i'd have been going there for years and like I don't know if these guys know my name. I don't know if right. actually know me. Yeah. Like, just yeah. bantering. Like, that's cool. Yeah. But, yeah. and I was like, you know what? If I'm a creative barbershop, when you walk into my shop, people are going to call you by name. Yeah. People are going to recognize and honor you as a person mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that's coming in. Because I think that makes a difference, right? Yeah. And I think that there's so many things, particularly just like in the, in the, in the, in the service space, right? That mm-hmm. are just effort mm-hmm. it's literally nothing more than effort mm-hmm. and those small things go a long way yeah. mm-hmm. in terms of uh, creating advocates and just ingraining this space that makes people want to tell people about mm-hmm. and people want to people link their identity to places yeah yeah, yeah. you know and they said this is my this is this is my bar this is where this i spot. go you yeah, know this yeah, is yeah, my yeah. coffee shop it's this like is my 100 percent true yeah, yeah. yeah. And saying think, someone's name is like the easiest thing yeah, yeah. Um, and we always say that to dale carnegie say. um how to win friends that influence people he said yeah. I, I read this book probably 15 years ago and it, it made such an impression on me he said the sweetest word to any man's ears is the sound of his own name wow and so I, that, that that stuck with me, and I was yeah. like, you know what? Yeah, it's nice when somebody addresses you by it's name, true. especially yeah. when they don't have to commit your name to mm-hmm. memory. They don't have to remember who you are. Mm-hmm. There's something really, really special about giving a little bit of effort, mm-hmm. and then I think it 
And it goes. I know it goes a long way for me. Me too. Yeah, I just I imagine sure. the other people feel the same way too. It's weird too. And like you say my name, I know that sounds so weird because we always call each other babe or whatever, yeah. you know. And then when I hear Emma, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh yeah, it's my name. Who <laughs> like, are you? I know that sounds that's like off topic or whatever, but I'm like, huh, it's so interesting. I have a name. <laughs> yeah. I think um, uh, two. Uh, one thing popped in my head. You, you're talking about effort and especially with business. A lot of times too it's a very sort of sterile transaction Mm -hmm. and like effort is motivated. What's the motivation behind it? I'm thinking is it's money a lot of times, Mm -hmm. especially with corporations, you know, getting out of the small business thing. And, and two, so that's, that's so, you know, it's so interesting the way you put it, but, but effort is, we think of it the same way, obviously, but you're also, you have to be genuine. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you could take pictures of everybody that comes in, remember their damn name. Well, that's not going to mean the same, right? As, as uh, whatever. And Authenticity. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Building, mm-hmm. re- building authentic, right. genuine relationships. Mm-hmm. Like go like that is, and I think that's another thing that another reason why I think like the barbershop space appeals to me. Cause I feel like the barbershop yeah. is like a community space. Like oh, this totally. is a space where people, it, like it is intended for people to connect mm-hmm. yeah. and in build relationships. Right. And I think that maybe more so now than ever, I think that people can sniff out bullshit. Like people yeah. can sniff yeah, out yeah, yeah. inauthenticity mm-hmm. and you know, on, 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 you know, our side as a, as a, as a business, like it just makes uh, the workspace a, a better place to mm-hmm. be and spend time. Whenever mm-hmm. you're hanging out with people you like yeah. and you're attracting the people that you like to right. hang out with right, right. Yeah. and you get to know them and you learn about their families yeah. um, and what they're up to and what they're doing. Like it just, it, it goes back to like Fort Worth feeling like this little small town. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, And I think that if as a actual big city, we can still lean into like those things that just makes us make us feel familiar yeah. Yeah. knowing people's names knowing what they're doing what they're up to mm-hmm. um and if nothing else making an effort to exactly to, to lean yeah. into effort. relationships effort is the key yeah in, in the right direction we, you know what's that we were watching that movie last night and he's like oh christmas vacation and she goes the mom well, he puts all the christmas lights up and they don't work and the mom goes, he worked really hard at it. And the dad goes, so do washing machines. <laughs> you know, so it's like you, effort, but you got to have the the motivation behind it or whatever. Well, empathy. And I'm huge empathy. on empathy. Yeah. But especially now with COVID and everything, it's like you just got to, like, I'm the same. How do you feel? What would you want? And, you Put know, yourself when, going back shoes, to what you're saying yeah. about, like, this guy sitting in the chair getting his hair cut and you know, enjoying himself. It's like, this was all a plan. Like it was all like that chair is <laughs> yeah. there because I put it there. Yeah. Like there's all of these different things, even like, and I know you had a question about like his music and stuff at the barbershop. I want to talk like about that, yeah. we hand selected every song yes. that's at our Heim barbecue restaurant. Yeah. And like, that's on purpose because Very it all goes back to the yeah. atmosphere. Yes. So we went in the other day during a meeting and Luke Bryan and nothing against Luke Bryan. If you watch the podcast, we've already kind of, <laughs> Luke Bryan is never coming on this podcast, but <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, he was, some song was playing, and and we're sitting in the meeting with managers, and I'm just like, like you know, oh. my my 
just boiling up like, oh, but it's, it's, you know, being intentional about that. And, um, it's design. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. so what I wanted to bring up was Jonathan has 20 something podcasts, right? Or I'm sorry, a playlist yeah, on yeah, yeah. Uh, Spotify for yeah. the forward barbershop. And I think I follow most of them, listen to them. So you're obviously very intentional about the music you want, kind of setting that environment. You know, how does that play a role in those spaces that you're creating? I'm glad you asked. Thank I'm glad you. when everybody, anybody asked me about my, my yeah. playlist because I spend you're so like, much time on you it. You can and tell I, you're passionate about like, it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, love, I think, like, I think that I want to be a DJ, but I'm also don't, <laughs> I don't want the, the... Hey, there's still time. I don't want the anxiety of, like, trying to make people dance. Yeah. Um, but... It seems like a tough job. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, like my music, yeah. like my music selections, please. <laughs> um, man, I... Number one, I love walking into a space mm-hmm. and hearing music that number one I enjoy, but like feeling like a sense of discovery around mm-hmm. music and feeling mm-hmm. like the space, um, it's just, it's a part of design. Mm-hmm. Like it's a part of, um, what that holistic experience is. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm very, very adamant about making sure that people come into this, they are going to hear, what I consider to be great music, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, taking the time to hand select. And, I mean, it ends up taking a, a lot of time. I'm working on <laughs> volume 24 right now. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. But Love it. I want to create a. I want to create an environment where people say, man, I found new music. Or I heard new music. Or I like the way that I felt because of the, what I the the sound of the space. Yeah. You know? It just matters to me. And, I, man, I can't, hurt, I can't stand when I go into a place. And like, there's just no intentionality around mm-hmm. what's playing. And I'm like, this can change the way I feel yeah. when I walk out with yeah, this yeah. burger or yeah. at, looking at this furniture or whatever. Like, it makes a difference. And mm-hmm. that's the thing going back to like being inspired. Like, I feel like when I travel and I go to places and I walk into spaces that I feel particularly inspired by, or I feel like mm-hmm. um, they're doing something really well, I'm like, a lot of times it's because of what I'm hearing mm-hmm. or what I'm smelling. Like, I think, like, sensory, de- I'm obsessed with, like, sensory design. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah, just yeah. think it's so powerful. Yeah. yeah. It has the opportunity to really, um, I think, make or break, but especially make an experience. Mm-hmm. Like, just heighten an experience and heighten um, everything. Because I think that another thing is, like, I feel like sensory design, like, when when you're pouring into the way things, I mean, you guys definitely point the way things smell. Can't, <laughs> yeah. Can't get away from it. It's important, yeah. <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> but like pouring into like what, like pouring, you know, energy and effort into like mm-hmm. what people are saying, I think that as a consumer, it tells me that, oh, they care about this detail. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of, I think, plants a seed like, they care about the details. Mm-hmm. And then I think that it also creates space for, um, you know, room for air, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They, like they are putting effort into all of these things. Right. They care about how I'm perceiving this. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, I just think it's Which means important. we care about you. We care about you. Yeah. We're happy you're here because we did all of these things to make sure you're comfortable. Yeah. It's on purpose, baby. It's like every, everything's yeah, yeah, on yeah. purpose. It is. Everything's on purpose. And like Walt Disney or something. <laughs> like everything is on purpose. <laughs> not every not everybody that walks into your, your, your space is going to care or notice yeah. what 
even if you don't, you do. Yeah, yeah. I know? agree. Totally. I've had a couple misses with, you know, maybe a little vulgar language on a song <laughs> and somebody's like, what is it? You know, but it, well, that's one of the coolest compliments is when people are like, you know, I really like this music or something to that point, And I didn't look this up, so excuse me, but one of my favorite books, it's not about the coffee by Howard Behar, who was the uh, chief marketing officer for Starbucks for mm -hmm. a long time. Um, and then Howard Schultz, the CEO onward, in one of those books, he talks about, one of them talks about um, the same thing with the music, but something that, that always impacted me and, uh, you know, for our business, it's the same. He was so, uh, Schultz, I think, was so adamant about not doing the breakfast menu. Mm -hmm. Everybody at Starbucks is like, we're losing millions of dollars. Like McDonald's, all these places are doing breakfast. We got to do this. His whole point against it was the aroma of the coffee, mm -hmm. like how, how impactful that is. And if you walk into a Starbucks or you walk into any good coffee shop, you know, I would prefer you did that, but you know, you walk in a good coffee shop, it's like, what? Oh yeah. I got a vote. Go. Yeah. Speaking of. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out. Um, if you want to sponsor, no, but you know, it's like when you walk in, you're like, boom, hit with that coffee smell. And I know you're a coffee lover, but like people like us, you know, you get, you like salivate. You're like the same, you know, hopefully with our restaurants, it either smells like barbecue or it smells clean. You know, that's yeah. But I think too, it was so interesting of him fighting this thing of like, um, you know, that, that we, we have to do that because the, the point was the breakfast sandwich or something that smelled like, you know, eggs, it smelled like bacon or whatever. And so then if you go in, you'll see they have these specially designed ovens that they ended up going with where it cuts down on that. So mm. it still doesn't, you know, pick that up. It matters. But it's yeah. super, you know, it's something you may not even think of, but you walk into a Starbucks and it smells like McDonald's, you know, or like a fryer, you're, you're, you know, it's a whole different kind of subconscious it's thing. Like invisible that, design. That, yeah. That a customer seeing. So that's, that's huge. Um, Let's ask about the, the show. Yeah, one thing mm -hmm. before we get to that, I wanted to, because it's just on my mind, but, um, and I wanted your input, it, you know, because we want to get on everything you're doing, but the barbershop, especially historically, is is really big in the black community. Mm -hmm. How much of, and I guess you can maybe speak to that, but it, you know, for white guys like me, go get a haircut and that's it, you know, but, but really that's been a place of community and everything for a long time. How, how much was that kind of thought of when you... Wanted to open your yeah. So one of the aspects of um, that, I, that I really wanted to make sure that we were able to communicate through the space we we're creating is that sense of community, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. sense of the people that I'm sharing this space with yeah. is not just the other guy, but right. we're having a shared experience. And mm -hmm. I think that particularly in the black barbershop, that's something that... Yeah has been true for years and years, maybe more so than in a predominantly Caucasian virus. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, you know, for me, what was so, so important with the barbershop is that how do we, how do we converge the experiences of the things that I think make barbershops great, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so if it's like that sense of community um, in uh, in a, in a, in a predominantly black barbershop, like, mm -hmm. like how do, how do we introduce that sense right. to <laughs> Joe blow white guy? Yeah, who's yeah, never yeah. been in that. Like, yeah, yeah. like 
have you have you create this one space where yeah. we're all able to experience that? And like that was right. one of the things that was really important to me. Also, is just like I don't want to create. Uh, I feel like barbershops historically have been particularly um, uh, ethnically monolithic. It's like hey, right, it's yeah, black yeah. barbershop, white right. barbershop. Particular, oh, maybe even more so in the South, um, you see a lot more crossover in yeah. the East Coast and West Coast. And, and I've always oh found that weird churches are like that too. Churches Not to interrupt, too. but churches it's like too. the yeah, yeah it's but, weird. But, but I think, but I think it's important to for me. It yeah. was important to design a space that didn't tell anybody mm -hmm. that this is not for you. Right. right. Um, so even just like, you know, obviously with, with hair, hair is different. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go out and bring in a barber or a stylist that doesn't know how to cut black hair or doesn't right. know how to cut yeah, white yeah. hair mm -hmm. or it's not like, because to me, like, again, going back to empathy, because I've, I've walked into a space before and they're like, oh, I don't, I don't know how what to do it. What do we do uh, here? Yeah. Hair. <laughs> yeah. Must have made you feel really good. Yeah. And so I'm like, <laughs> yeah, nobody should have that experience. Yeah. If you're going to hang up a shingle and say you're a barber, like that's, mm -hmm. that's, yeah, yeah. and again, that's my version of what I think right, a barbershop right, right. should be. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, or what, what I think a barbershop not should be, but a, what a barbershop can be. Right. Right. right? Um, and I think that, in, in Fort Worth, we we need like we need that mm -hmm. you know that's the the world because I think that what it what it does is it it by doing that it creates opportunities for people to connect with share space with people that otherwise maybe in the other parts of their of their life they're not crossing paths yeah right absolutely that's yeah. huge and yeah. I think that yeah. I think that the barbershop um, can be a place. Um, where cultures are colliding, people are coming from different walks of life, um, ethnically, socioeconomically. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I want to create this space that is for people. Like it's yeah. for it's for people. And even yeah. like one of the things that I've been um, um, when we read we read at our um, our website just recently, I was looking at the language on my website, and it was very very male centric. Hmm. And it's like, you know, for like this couple of instances, like forward gentlemen and 95% of our customer base is right, yeah, guys. Yeah. But like, we also have women that come into yeah. the hair, into the barbershop to get their mm -hmm. hair cut. And I'm like, why are we speaking just to like, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. we're being exclusionary of yeah. a portion of our yeah. of our customer base. Yeah. Yeah. Let's speak to them, you know? And so I think, I feel like I'm like, I want to be, uh, consistently learning, trying to create an even more inclusive space, yeah. mm -hmm. um, and, and push a barbershop to what it can be in terms of like who can, who we can invite, who we can honor, and who we can um, give a great service to. Yeah, oh, good Man, to know. I love it. I think <laughs> I <need> something, <laughs> um, something we talk about that I'm sure I stole from somebody, but we're not in the barbecue business; we're in the people business, yeah. and it's the same thing with you. Yeah. Um, my favorite, by the way, one of my all time favorite, uh, movie scenes is coming to America yeah. barbershop scene. <laughs> it's like, I, whatever, it's, uh, that's whatever, a great movie. Whatever he just clips. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> and then la later uh -huh. when, uh, when they leave and he goes, who's going to pick up all these flowers? <laughs> like, oh, man. I think that's probably yeah. the greatest barbershop scene yeah. in 
in a movie that Eddie Murphy and um, Arsenio Eddie Murphy Hall. and Eddie Murphy yeah. and yes. Eddie Murphy yeah. and Arsenio Hall and, and Arsenio Hall. Hall yeah. <laughs> it's good. Oh my God. Yeah. Sorry. And that's uh, during COVID that's been on every day. So I've watched it a hundred times. Lately, <laughs> that's one of those movies. Like if it's on, like I'll just, you gotta I don't watch care it. where it's yeah. at. Like, yeah. Yeah. Watch there's this. so many good, good things. Um, oh, oh, fun fact. I remember um, uh, like a 20, 2009, 2010, Lisa McDowell from mm-hmm. coming to me. She followed me on Twitter. Nice. What? Yeah. Dang. <laughs> awesome. Frame um, it. Yeah, we... Uh, he's got his own money. And when I say he's got his own money, I mean, he has his own money. <laughs> All right. Oh we God. need to watch it again. Yeah. We, we should do a movie review of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so... You know, I don't want to talk about the barbershop all day because that's one facet of, of your Go crazy to Fort Worth Barbershop. Life. Yeah, Fort Worth Barbershop. Barbershop.com. Book an appointment. There you go. Instagram, everything, right? Fourth Barbershop. Absolutely. Um, uh, but two, one of the biggest things you got going on now is you are the future star host of Self-Employed <laughs> yeah. on the Magnolia Network. What is that? How does that yeah. happen? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? How does it happen? I don't know. Did they guys. reach out to you? I'll tell you the story. So, yeah, um, let me start by saying, <laughs> never did I wake up and decide, you know what I want to do? Right. I, I want to be on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And, but like, I'm going to tell you, like, it, it happened so incredibly organically, yeah. um, which I'm really grateful for. And so basically, like a year ago, um, my friend, Red Sanders Red Productions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reached out to me and Red was like, Hey guys. Um or that's, that's how Red Head sounds. He said, <laughs> Hey, John, what are you doing? Hey, okay, listen. Um, I just um met with um the folks at Magnolia mm-hmm. down in Waco. And I don't know if you heard this or not, but they're launching their own TV network. Yeah. I was like genius, by the I way. Like, I didn't I didn't know that, but cool. All right, which I mean, I'm familiar with Chip and Joanna yeah, and Victor Upper and mm-hmm. what they've built, which is Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. They have um, a compound. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Um, but he's like, we kind of like sat down with them and just kind of like throwing around ideas for possibly uh, producing a TV show for this new network. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool. And he was like, well, you know, we mentioned you to them and we showed them um the video that I had done. Um, so visit Fort Worth, um, did this, um, the Fort Worth stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they profiled the barbershop and myself and it was called the entrepreneur. Yeah. So, uh, Warren cook makes something beautiful. Mm-hmm. They produced that spot. Mm-hmm. Red and his crew showed that to the many people and they're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, well, yeah. they did something around this. This idea of this guy who owns this barbershop down yeah, in Fort Worth. Yeah. And I, I think Red had to spend a considerable amount of time explaining to them that I was not a barber, right. um, but on the barbershop. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. they probably had to repeat that to them <laughs> times. Um, and so over basically over the last year, mm-hmm. the idea of kind of like what the show was going to be has iterated and yeah. evolved into um, – this idea that, you know, I talk with entrepreneurs, yeah. I talk with entrepreneurs yeah, because, yeah. and I, and I told them like, this is what I just enjoy doing, talking right. to entrepreneurs about awesome. entrepreneur stuff, the, you know, the ups, the downs, the successes, the failures, mm-hmm. the, 
the the dreams, you know, mm-hmm. where they came from, how they started and stuff. And so, um, you know, having, you know, gone back and forth with the, the network people and them kind of coming up with, you know, there's, you know, establishing this network and trying to figure out, you know, what, you know, what they want to put on TV. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm still like, I don't know how all the TV stuff works, but, I'm, <laughs> um, but I told them, I'm like, look, if I can be an authentic version of right. who I am, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not an actor. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to like, I don't want to be put in weird yeah. scenarios where I'm yeah, like yeah. pretending, but like, if I can just like travel around and like talk to entrepreneurs about entrepreneur, like entrepreneurship yeah, and you know, you know what they're doing, you know, in their communities and, you know, you know, the products that they're making, but even, even beyond like the thing that they're doing, like who are these people, where do these dreams come from? Mm-hmm. What are they inspired by? What are they motivated by? And so I just get to like, just talk to people and That's like awesome, learn about man. them. Yeah. Um, and you know, hopefully, you know, tell people a little bit about, my city and, mm-hmm. and, and what's special about this town and do that with a camera crew. And, and, yeah, yeah. and so it's totally natural. You know, it's, it's, At least um, it's what you like to do. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I enjoy, I, I've, I've been, I've been enjoying it. And it's, it's obviously new and it's, a, it's a, it's just a new adventure. Yeah. It, it's, it feels different than <laughs> running a business. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I told them like, look, if I can just, if I can just be, I, I, I don't have anything to bring except for being myself. So if I can do yeah. that, that's what they want. Cool, let's yeah. do it. You, you, guys, have, what you they guys have want. done TV. Yeah, it is weird. How do you it, like it? I don't um, mind it that much. I mean, the first time was like, ugh. I think we did Food Paradise or uh, something, uh, and that you was don't not. Have to say what <laughs> no, no, no. It was just like, like I like when I'm being interviewed and I can talk uh, to someone. In Food yeah. Paradise, there wasn't that, yeah. so it was a little bit like. Ugh. I love. I don't know, uh, am I going to get in trouble, Paul? Uh, no. Whatever. Okay. They've already put us on twice, so you know. <laughs> uh, the Man Fire Food with their friend Roger awesome. Mooking. You know he's awesome, and and it's it's. To me, that's what I love about this, and I'm hoping we can, you know, keep doing this. But it there wasn't it was just like friends talking, like yeah. literally, yeah. like with us, and and uh, it was cool. But yeah, we've done some shows where like <laughs> literally, I, I was like, I'm not gonna say that, <laughs> and I'm already not the most personable quit, person quit, in the world. Quit. But uh, you're a nice man. Yeah, thank you. But uh, you're, you're, biased, a very nice, you're You're a very nice yeah. man. Shooting himself down uh, all the time. But they're like, you know, here's the food or whatever, and they're like, you know, put it in your mouth or whatever, you know, like some kind of like corny, like, you know, it's you know, whatever, some some catchy thing. And I'm just like, I don't, this is so stupid. You're like, I would never actually do this. Yeah. It was, uh, I'm going to take be, this out to, for a smoke break is what it was. And I went to, I was like, I'm not going to say that. And then after like 10 minutes, they're like, they're like, whatever. Okay. Uh, but anyway, I thought, you know, I, th- I thought about you guys. I, I, I just finished the chef's table barbecue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yo, yeah. 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 Number one, like they shoot, it's so beautiful the way they shoot. Incredible. That. Yeah. The yeah. stories that they picked were mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. And like you just feel, have y'all met Tootsie? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Rodney Scott from really? uh, North, Car- oh, North Carolina, right? Uh, South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Outside of um, uh, Charleston. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I, I think that just those stories are just so yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the food shots are in, in yeah. incredible. But yeah, like it's more than just the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, who are the people? Who, mm-hmm. And what are they? created 
yeah, in their communities, and and that's yeah. what makes it work. And I we we loved, and I still watch. Um, you know, and I've read everything you ever wrote, but Anthony Bourdain. You know, mm. it's like such a sad story, but I think Chef's Table, in my opinion, is kind of like that. But like with you, and why I know you're going to be successful at this is. He's just real, you know, yeah. he's just coming into it. And it's like, and two is like, there's episodes and times where he's like, this sucks and this is stupid, yeah. and, but it's people relate to that. They're, they're, you're experiencing what he's experiencing either way. And I think that's the same thing with, with the show and why I'm really excited about it because telling the entrepreneur story, you know, self-employed is a great title, by the way, great name, but going like, it's not all sunshine and rainbows and you know getting into that where where people have failed or people have you know tell me about uh the hard part that yeah. led you to this i mean people love that stuff yeah. and you know they like seeing just like with with tootsie story or, or rodney i mean it's place burnt to the ground you know it's mm. like it's uh it's awesome so yeah. i think that i think that people respond to People just want authenticity. People want to feel like they're not being sold to yeah. all the time. People want to feel like they're just getting to know mm -hmm. real people and real yeah. stories. I mean, and again, like that's what I respond to. That's yeah. what I want to. Yeah. Like, that's what I want to. No, I've got to say though that you know we've shared the articles and stuff about you being on the show and getting the show and everything. And I, Fort Worth is so proud. Like I'm all like, dude, yeah, I'm proud, man. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm happy like, for it's you. It's so cool, but I've heard nothing but excitement and like people just pumped about it. So um, congrats. I mean, I know, you. I know it's just, I'm sure you're just like, what thank is going you. on? But <laughs> I'll tell you what, like it's, I, I think that's been, there's something about <laughs> this all happening in the middle of this pandemic yeah, yeah. Like, i don't really go to too many places right now so yeah. the feedback that we've gotten is mm -hmm. just things that like i've seen on social media yeah. and stuff which but people have been so supportive and and again it, just, it goes back to i think just the dna and the nature of this city and at least the way that i've experienced it people people want something to pull for mm -hmm. and i think that if you give them um yourself and uh, a a, a uh, an authentic, genuine version of of of, of yourself. I think that people want to pull for you. Yeah. I feel like yeah. um, that's that's a that's kind of who we are as a city. And so I'm I'm very proud to be representing Fort yes. Worth in, in, yeah. in a way and and yes. telling people a little bit about who we are as a city. And um, so cool. I'm very bullish. I'm very optimistic about just kind of where we're where we're going. Yeah, as a city. Yeah. I think so We're too. We're gonna man. make it, guys. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna do it. <laughs> well, too. Now it's you know, and, and to me with restaurants especially, um, you know, I, I hate developers. I can say that. I guess uh, it's you know, what what do I care? But you know, it's always like, you know, even certain places here, it's like, oh, well, we need to put this in because this is Dallas or whatever. And there's not a. a there's rarely an approach to reach out to somebody like us who like has an idea or something, you know, not us right now. Cause you know, but, but now you're seeing where the bar maybe is a little bit lower. Maybe it's just, you know, people are willing to work more, but um, you know, places are able to open and like four sisters, one of our favorite restaurants, mm -hmm. you know, like I think of uh tiny's, is that how you say Sarah, Thini, Thini, Thini. Yeah. Thini. <laughs> Sarah Castillo's play. I mean, it's, 
you know, you have now where you're seeing those things and that's like stuff that we never would have seen 10 years ago. Cause they're like, Oh, we got to put in another me casino or, you know, nothing against me casino, yeah. whatever they want to sponsor. But, um, yeah. that's awesome, man. I'm really excited. I think, um, one thing I did want to bring up, uh, our, I think probably maybe collectively, but I know our second favorite place on earth is uh, Maui. And I know we both have, because we didn't, we didn't have a honeymoon, right? Like her, her grandfather gave us bucks. 500 bucks. So we like went and stayed next to the Alamo and it, you know, we're, t I was 22, just turned 22. Yeah. And so it was fun, whatever. Yes. But, um, you know, we, we got to go to, I guess we've been a couple of times now. Yeah. I know you, you, you and your wife have too. <laughs> what are the Maui travel wrecks? Why, why should Don't people get do sad. it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Cause I want to go tomorrow. If you, if you're down, <laughs> let's, let's go. go. Yeah. A couple things. Um, so I, so we first went for our honeymoon. Awesome. And I remember thinking like, okay, we'll go to Hawaii. We'll go yeah. to Maui. It's, it seems cliche, but yeah. let's go. You know, yeah. we, we went. Yeah. And I remember getting there and after being there thinking, this is paradise. Like, yeah. this is different. Yeah. yeah. This, this is different. Yeah. Maui, like, <laughs> we don't. Sad. I know we're going to get all sad. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we travel a little bit and we, we don't, we're not like big spenders, but yeah, yeah. we we splurged on the, the fruits nice. of our labor. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. gone to yeah. the island of, of Maui. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's there's just nothing like it. Yeah. So, um, Jocko de Merriman's. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Mai Tai. So, so, best Mai Tai so in the world. People, like, yeah. Mama's Fish House, yeah. good. Go there. Check it out. Yeah. Great. Don't not go there. Right. But Merriman, like, mm -hmm. the sun's, I don't know what is happening in that <laughs> little corner, but the way that the sun yeah. sets. Yeah. It's insane. Outside of the windows of Maryland yeah. is incredible. Um, there's a, man, I forgot the name of it, but I found, there was like this food truck in, in Kihei yeah. that had um, like um, like coconut shrimp, very similar to cocoa, cocoa shrimp. Right, 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 yeah. yeah. And Which is awesome. That man. was incredible. Um, Kihei Cafe yeah. um, had one of the best espressos I've ever had in my life. Yeah, Kihei yeah. Cafe. But it's just, it's, I want to, I think I want to retire and like, yeah, I want to retire Dude, there. I'm in like, <laughs> we're, like, we're going to do that. So like maybe, yeah. maybe on the ocean, maybe up country. I don't yeah. know. But like, it's, there's something very peaceful. Yeah. About that place. And it, it's, it's incredible. It, it is. It's, it's incredible. It makes you just kind of like all of your worries are not worries. Yeah, every time I have someone, I have a friend like, that are going there for the first time. I'm like, listen, mm -hmm. I need you to understand. You're 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 going to fall in love, yeah, right. This place, and yeah. you're immediately going to be planning your next trip. Yeah, right. and you yeah. don't want to leave. You're yeah. going to cry when you leave. Yeah. I think one time you're we were actually too much money. we were on the pool at Joe T's, and I think like you and Catherine were there, and you were like, "Oh, we're leaving in like two days or something." And this was like years ago, hmm. and I remember you like saying that, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. Like, and you were like, "You don't even know." No. <laughs> I was just like, "We gotta go." Oh my goodness! Yeah. Every, every time I'm there, like, I see like celebrities or like you know people that you know to be extremely wealthy. I'm mm. like, "Yeah, I, I understand why you're here. I wish I, could yeah, come, I wish I could come here as often as you seem to be here." Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> it is but life changing. It's, like, it's a, it is a place to. <laughs> Yeah, Zuckerberg is freaking buying all of it, so whatever. But yeah, Maui, we went and uh, the food, awesome. Like, you know, what 
But I love, so Merriman's is in Kapalua, which is like mm-hmm. on the west side of the island. Um, Kapalua is a famous golf course that's awesome that I got to play. Um, but I think probably maybe one of our favorite things there is uh, Prison Street Pizza, which is just like a New it's Jersey like style. As big as this room. Where's it? It's in uh, Lahaina. Lahaina. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's li- it's a shack, really, like the size of this room. And they just like do pizza by the slice and they sell Canned it to beer. surfers and you're just in there like hanging out. And it's just it's like, you know, the thing for, for me with Hawaii growing up here, not really traveling, I, I, I have traveled some, I guess, but, um, being there and then like being on the ocean and, and feeling like I'm at the end of the world, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was a very, you know, visceral experience of like this is crazy. And maybe it's the time that it takes to get there or whatever, but the whole thing you're like, I'm experiencing something that, you know, is, is so unique or whatever. And, um, it's really awesome. And so I want to open a barbecue place there that's open one day a week (laughs) and for like two hours and just enough to kind of get by, right? You know, type of thing. Uh, but well, I'm gonna need a job whenever I'm okay, there. Okay, done. You're, so, you're hired. He's hired. So we already got our GM. Uh, yeah, perfect. So we're good. Um, so let's go. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, one day a week. We you say? One, say one day a week. Yeah. Okay, I mean, okay, I don't want to okay. do too much work. Is that too you know much? I, mean? I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll make it work. Okay. okay. I'll make it work. I'll make it work. I'll make it work. Just a couple hours. <laughs> Do a little surfing. You know, I mean, it was Then, like, stuff, the flights but, yeah. are a business expense. You know, yeah. if we yeah, had to yeah, come yeah. back or whatever. You yeah, know? it makes sense. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> come back. We've, yeah. we've thought about this a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I know Jonathan will, will relate. Um, mm-hmm. My wife, she's, she's, she always mentions doing a, a snow cone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Shave ice, right? Yeah. 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 So good. Um, God, well, now so I'm sad. <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah. We were going, we went to Kauai last year. Yeah. Or this year. But it kind of made me, like, this it year. was gorgeous there, but it kind of just made me miss Maui. Like, I was like, man, yeah. I kind of miss, like, because we had, like, we have a routine when we go to Maui. Yeah. You right. Do your things and obviously introduce new things. But I was like, Kauai is cool, but. Maui's just see that's yeah. my problem because yeah. like people have told me about other islands and mm. other places yeah. you should go, but I'm like I don't want to mess this up. I know. <laughs> Unless you have like a solid <laughs> month or something where you can like hop, Island hop. yeah, <laughs> which is like goals in itself, obviously. Yeah. But I'm in. Yeah, one day. Um, yeah, so we we normally do a power rank, and we're we're running short on time, I think, but. Um, power rank and we'll do like different stuff. Great. With Grady, it was Chick-fil-A sauces. I was trying to think of something. What, what do I know? Jonathan would probably have a a passionate opinion about. Okay. (laughs) So I don't know if you're ready for this. I know, um, you're a basketball fan. I am. You're specifically a Michael Jordan fan, right? Michael. I I love Jordan. Not just basketball, but entrepreneurship. Also the newest owner of a NASCAR team. Yeah. I saw that. Fun fact. Just announced yesterday, right? A lot of people don't know this about me. What? I used to, I used to work for NASCAR. Really? So when I lived in Atlanta, um, I worked, I didn't work for NASCAR. I worked for Turner Sports. Okay. Yeah. And Turner Sports. So I had this, I was, um, I don't know what they call the job. But basically, I checked audio on okay. track pass, oh. which is where you can hear the the crews uh, or you can whatever. hear the crew yeah, like yeah. talking awesome. to each awesome. other. And so my job, I would go in on race days, and I would basically just listen to the. I would rotate through, listen to the drivers yeah. communicating, 
And if there was ever any audio issues, I would tell the producer person's audio issues. Yeah. And then they would fix it. So that was my stint of, wow. um, I did that for like a year and a half nice. so when I was in Atlanta. But um, I, that, that's my NASCAR connection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like worse. basically you're Michael <laughs> Jordan's best friend. Then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think <laughs> now that's that how he owns works. NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we, I've, I've never got into NASCAR. We did, I did go and this was a, a another foundational moment in my life. We went to my friend, uh, Texas Motor Speedway race mm -hmm. and uh, his, his uh, dad was the CPA for a guy that owns a bunch of RV dealerships here or whatever. So this is a stupid story. I don't know why I'm telling it, but they the, we they had a bunch of RVs, right? Yeah. And so we're hanging out. And then this was like when it opened. So leaving, it's two lanes, mm -hmm. you know, out of there. This was when I was 13 or whatever, 12. And uh, so it was a gridlock traffic jam. And so we're just staying in the RVs overnight. We're going to leave the next morning after the race. Mm -hmm. So these gentlemen across the road, gridlock traffic on the way out, do a giant sign show your boobs for beer. <laughs> How old were you? Uh, 13. Okay. Just oh sweet spot. For, for, for context. Yeah. That's, that yeah, is, yeah. They were, uh, I was in the perfect demographic for their uh, shenanigans. Don't listen, Robin. Um, uh, she probably knows. <laughs> I've done worse. But, uh, but yeah, then so, and we just sat there and then the young ladies would, you know, do what they do. And then, uh, these guys would just run beer out to him. And it was like, so, so that's my NASCAR story. I don't, I couldn't tell you anything uh, about the race. That's but, your connection um, to NASCAR. You told us a lot about the NASCAR culture. <laughs> yeah, who, won, who won that race? No clue. No clue. I, I, I couldn't even tell you anything, but great moment in my life. Um, but yeah, we, uh, so, so anyway, uh, power rank. So what I wanted to discuss, which I know this is maybe our most controversial stance, Ooh. which we've already gone through Luke Bryan, you know, he's probably <laughs> got his lawyers on the phone. Um, <laughs> the, uh, they, the, they call it the goat greatest of all time. Yeah. 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 MJ, LeBron, Kobe. I feel like I know your answer, but this is always a heated, heated debate. Who do you got? Am I going up or down, top to bottom, or let's let's do lowest to you don't have to do five or whatever, but maybe go, lowest to highest. Those yeah. three, okay. You say, you say or anyone else. I mean, you all right, know, so you want to throw Larry Bird in there? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna say Jordan, yeah, number one, goatiest goat of all time. Yeah. Jo what Michael Jordan has done. Mm -hmm. supersedes basketball yeah, and even supersedes sports. His name is literally synonymous with greatness. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I was thinking about it, you know, I Michael Jordan, he came into the league basically like the year I was born. And so this idea, growing up watching him perform, I'm so I'm so glad that I got to live through that era, right? Um, so that I have context for uh, the next two, um, which yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I think I'm gonna go Kobe two, wow. LeBron three, wow. And that's not taking anything right, away right. from um, from from Bron, but yeah. Kobe's. And I always thought that Kobe seemed like a jerk. Yeah. And like Kobe is probably, Kobe probably wasn't the best friend, mm -hmm. I imagine. Yeah. 
But in terms of the pursuit of greatness, yeah. the way he worked was so inspiring. And I think that, you know, since him passing in January, which is it's crazy to think that's how we started our year. Right. Yeah. You know, hearing Thank some you. of the stories of teammates and competitors mm-hmm. just talk about um, his drive and yeah. the extent that he would go beyond anyone else to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and get everyone else to be better. And make yeah, other yeah, people better. Yeah. To me, that was like that. Like you can apply, it goes beyond sport. Like mm-hmm. you can apply um, that Mamba mentality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that goat mentality. You can apply yeah. that to anything. Yeah, and I yeah. think that, I think that we are better for it. Like, I feel like Kobe's life was just not in vain. Like he, yeah, like he put something in people's hearts that I think has made people better versions of. Yeah anything that they do right yeah um and then lebron which athlete why like he's literally like if you're creating a player yeah like that's what you create on like the what do they call it like the uh yeah 2k uh, or whatever yeah, video yeah. game yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah he's like he's what you create yeah um and, and and what i love and again beyond um beyond like sport and I'm so like LeBron and I are, like the same age. Like we're like a couple months apart. Hmm. And so I've been, you know, watching him since we were both in high school. Yeah. And he has been so inspiring as a uh a uh, 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 philanthropist. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. As a as a as a father, as a husband. Like he's been like spotless for like yeah. 20 years Can you now. imagine too and the microscope he's, he's been under since yeah. he was a kid yeah um and that that to me is, is 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 really inspiring watching the way he moves watching the way he's built business mm-hmm. off the court with guys that he grew up with mm-hmm. um incredibly inspired all three of those guys incredibly have inspired me incredibly but i think that when you look at you want to talk about goat goat Jordan set the bar for yeah mm-hmm. everybody else. Yeah, yeah. He's an alien. I mean, he's a diff- he's a completely different type of person than anything. And then put all that aside, then obviously having the athletic skills and all that stuff. But yeah, it's it's. Um, but golf and baseball too, right? I mean, like he's he's like I'm gonna go play baseball. Yeah. Play like baseball. what? And then he was, <laughs> and there there are scouts and stuff that say like if he had probably kept with it, he could have gone to the majors. He couldn't hit a curveball, but, you know, he was working on it. And, <laughs> and I you know, know he was a hard ass, but, like, his team, like, how he got his team going to yeah. be even better. Y'all watch Left Dance. Yeah. Yes. Like, I was like, Incredible. that's really inspiring. We, we're, we've used a lot of sports in our right. talks with, like, a yeah. leadership team and stuff yeah. and, like, being a team. And we always, we, we bring him up about just, like, motivating and, and stuff. I mean, some people would say it was harsh in yeah, some yeah, ways. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, but... But show me somebody who's not. But he you also think, cared. Like you can tell that it was all from a place of caring. So I think like watching like when he like broke down yeah. during, on mm-hmm. the last dance and yeah. he was talking about like like if you're not if like what was he saying um like if you're not like if you're not built for this like right you gotta go like yeah yeah See and he was he's so <laughs> emotional about it you're like yeah. mm-hmm. He cares in a different way. Yeah. Not everybody needs to care about anything mm-hmm. that yeah. much to just survive as a human being. Right. But. It's a alien, like it's different. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, yeah. different. And I think to, you know, 
And I think that it also represents some level of sacrifice probably in other parts of your life. Where sure. like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I'm very thankful that, you know, be, again, beyond sport, that we have those figures for what they represent yeah. and how we can take what they've in what they've imparted into culture mm-hmm. and um use those things to like influence yeah. right. the way we mm-hmm. yeah. make Bernie. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so true. I know. You know? So I true. I, I watched that last dance and and we took a personality test. We're doing this new thing for the company. It's like a personality survey and all this stuff. Um, and, and I have no emotions. Um, it's like, that she like gives me a hard time. But when, when we got our test back, you go, well, at least, you know, now, which I was like, that's funny. But, um, there's, there's a, you know, if you want to call it the Michael Jordan trait or Mm -hmm. whatever, that's autonomy leadership, you know, the higher that is, the better somebody for an entrepreneur, I'm sure yours is super high. Um, the more, you know, you're going to be that leader kind of mm-hmm. thing. And like with him, him and Kobe both had that where they're like, we're going to win. I don't care if, you know, we're playing like tic-tac-toe or whatever, you know, like it's some kind of like hopscotch. I'm going to win and I'm going to beat you and I'm going to beat your ass too. I'm not going to like, just, you know, I'm going to go. I remember there was a story after Kobe died where, uh, he, you know, he has his own shoes, you know, Kobe's and, uh, the team was wearing them or whatever. And they lost and they played so bad. He took everyone's shoes. He literally goes, you guys are not good enough to wear my shoes. <laughs> and he took all their shoes and like threw them in the trash. But that's a, di- that is a different mindset. Someone who's motivated and, you know, like, like you, you said, it's, it's, I think it, it can be a negative, you know, yeah. it's maybe you're not the best dad or the best, you know, husband or whatever. But I think that when you see that level of greatness and it is a huge deal in sports, you mm-hmm. know, is what we relate it most to, but you're just like, I'm not going to lose. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing, you know, relating it to what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we may have to shut down a business. We may, a restaurant closes or whatever, it's not going to be from lack of trying. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be from, you know, that and, and putting that hard work in. And, um, yeah, I'm, I thought you were going to go LeBron too. That's, a, that's, uh, I, I, th- I agree with you, um, wholeheartedly, but yeah, um, crazy. Um, <laughs> so the, anything to add? I think that's it, man. Well, we should do the restaurant spotlight. We always yeah, do that. restaurants. Um, wait, what's your favorite restaurant? You don't have to say hi. In Fort Worth, <laughs> Merriman's in Maui. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm, we need it. to put we need flight. to put the mai tai on the menu <laughs> with the the lily koi foam. Look it up on their Instagram. So oh good, God. yeah. So good. I love a mai tai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like a. I, like I need a one mai, right now. I like a mai tai. Did you guys ever do the mai tai inside of a pineapple? Yes, yeah, of course. It's twelve dollars extra, yeah. but when in Rome, yeah. when in exactly. when in Rome, yeah. when in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna not. Not do that. No, yeah. it's so grammable. <laughs> I know. I've never eaten so much fruit in my life. You go to Hawaii and you just like it's, it's like, like literally whatever. the best thing ever. Yeah, it's sweeter there too. It is the pineapple. Oh, miso fat sushi place is great oh, there. Yeah, you also. have to go there next time if you haven't have, been. I've not been there. Um, I've not been there. I don't think there's yeah. a. It's BYOB and there's a liquor store right next door, mm. so you can like 
stay there all night if you want yeah. and continually just eat sushi and drink. They have liquor in the grocery stores too. Yes, yeah, it's which awesome. Is the best I thing. I know. I Whatever, know. Texas. <laughs> One of our many rules that needs to be changed. But, if you ever uh, want to do this on location, yeah, just let, I love it. Yeah, let me know. Maybe yeah. we could get us get us a Go Hawaii to sponsor us or something Ooh. like that. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah. So, do you have a favorite restaurant? I mean, I know we're friends with a million people, but in town, that could have been the ranked power rank. Yeah, Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know you guys have the connection, but. Joe T's is yeah. always, a, it's just such a fallback. Yeah. And I love it because it, it, there's a connected experience with every yeah. time we go, whether it be, you know, with family or friends, you know, being by the pool with Margaret. Like, it's just, if, you, feel, you feel transported into um, another place and it it just feels like, a, a, it feels like Fort Worth in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? And, and, Everybody, everybody, it's going. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You Love see, I, I bet you see so many people yeah. when you yeah. go because oh, we yeah. do. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, dang, this is so cool though the experience. And yeah, and I, I wasn't prepared for this, but I'm ready to fight for Joe T's to be honest because people talk shit about the food or this or yeah. that, and you're like, I, I, yeah. I hate to do that. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one. Those refried beans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what lard, what a heavy know, amount of lard. <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> I love, and you yeah. know what I love even more than Joe T's? Yeah. Joe T's the next day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Leftovers, sure. Oof. I'm with yeah, you. with some eggs in the morning. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, we, we, I guess, I don't know. I'm sure we could say, but we worked there for a while. And then I've, gr I grew up eating there my entire life, right? Um, we had our rehearsal dinner. Was that there? Uh, or no. some kind of thing was there that we did. Um, but anyway, it's awesome. I love it. And two, that's, we want to have Joe on. We talked to him. The yeah, other we day. did. He, you know, he's like, great. what is a podcast? And we're like, don't worry about it. Just, you know, come in. <laughs> um, but, you know, working there and then everything, it's like that place opened in 1935. And thinking about, um, you know, even with you and everything, like the <laughs> A, a Mexican American person opening business, and they open as a barbecue place, mm -hmm. Joe's yeah, Barbecue. Yeah. Um, the original pit is in the front of the building that you can check out still. You have to ask him, I guess you can't just walk back there. But thinking about what they went through 1935 to open, to do all that, and then as it's, they live there. And then as it expanded, you know, now they own like a city block. Um, and they're doing fine. We were there Saturday. And there's a million people there. <laughs> you know, it was, you know, I, I, but, think, I think that you know, for me, Joe T's one experience, but then two, yeah. like, it's like this, you know, as a small business mm -hmm. in Fort Worth, Texas, it is a, um, it's so like aspirational mm -hmm. in, in terms of what, how something can become an iconic yeah. place, mm -hmm. um, over decades in, in decades and you know for there was a period of time where when i first opened up the barbershop i was like all right like, i'm gonna open up this barbershop and then i'm gonna open up another one yeah, and yeah. another one and another one and i want to have all oh, the barbershops mm -hmm. before yeah and, and then i was like actually i want to be born like joe t yeah. Um, yeah, yeah yeah like this is this yeah. is this is where it's at yeah, yeah. i know that at one point they like had opened up another one like in dallas, one in dallas yeah yeah, yeah. but didn't work There's out, something but. special about what they've done, what they've created um, here in Fort Worth, and it's definitely like I mean, it runs like a freaking machine. Yeah, yeah, and it does. Like it's 
just it's just incredibly inspiring. That's yeah. my. I too. agree. I mean, one of my biggest things is uh, like efficiency now, mm-hmm. and like you know, how can we do what we do? They, we can be creative. We can add all this. That's not really our business. You know mm. what I mean? At the end of the day, people come because they want barbecue. Now we're like the corn dog place. But, you know, <laughs> it's like whatever. Yeah, uh, the <laughs> but, you know, they're, they, you're talking about they can see 1,200 people at one time, yeah. I think. And what it takes to serve that, to serve it consistency, uh, you know, everything, uh, mm-hmm. everything that goes into it. Um, I forgot what else I was going to say, but yeah, I mean, I just I, love it. Cause it's like, if there's an event in life, we're going to Joe T's yeah. like whatever it is, decision-making cheers. In, like we bought our house, we went to Joe T's and yeah. then like, uh, um, Fort Worth thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just, if you got a friend in town, so, you're going to Joe, Joe T's. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you got to try these Especially margaritas. I love taking somebody to Joe T's for the first time. Yeah. 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 Like, sit, sit by the pool. Just yeah. Sit yeah. Here. yeah. Get halfway through that drink and let me know how you're doing. (laughs) Maybe add a little water, that margarita if you need. Yeah. No, one the thing I was going to say, a concept I first heard by Danny Meyer, but um, shared ownership. And I know you have this too at the barbershop and and you will with the hotel and stuff. But the most perfect example of it that, that we use a lot at the restaurant is people like my grandparents, you know, that have been going to Joe T's. Well, so at one point when they expanded, you had to walk through the kitchen literally mm-hmm. to get to the other seat. Heard about that. Cause they had the front room and then they had, and when we were waiters there and I'm sure people still do it, they would just like walk through the kitchen with their friends and be like, this is where we used to go to go to the seats. And then literally, <laughs> you know, you'd see a group who maybe they brought in, you know, six friends or whatever, some, some kind of thing. Like you're saying, you bring people in and they're going in the front room. Look at these folks. This is what it used to be in this. Can you, you know, when you really break that down, someone that has no connection whatsoever to the business Mm -hmm. is telling their entire story Mm -hmm. is going through this. This is how connected I am to this. And you don't see that a lot. You know what I mean? That's a really hard thing to do. But to get people, no one, no one's going to, you're going to say, oh, Joe T's. And like, oh, you know, I haven't heard of it or what. No, it's like barbecue or whatever. Like somebody's got an opinion. Yeah. It may be positive. It may be negative. But it's like their passion, you know, it's, it's it, when you get to that icon kind of thing. Super cool. You know, and, and that, I'd love to do that with, with our places, you know, I eventually. Think you, I, think I think you guys are already doing that with uh, your place. I mean, and I think that, I think that that's, it's, it's almost like everybody's got some, something to say. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But the fact that, you know, what you guys are, have, have created here in Fort Worth is, is something that, number one, I know people are very proud of. And people are again like people connect their own identities to like mm-hmm. all right you going you going to fort worth you, you gotta go to high yeah you gotta yeah, get yeah. the burnt in like it's <laughs> yeah. it's and it's the, it's your dream you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. it's your dream it's and people get to share a little piece of what that what that dream is crazy it is it's awesome um it's hard to explain it <laughs> it's like the best <laughs> yeah uh, you know one day at a time yeah <laughs> um jonathan thank you man for coming on seriously thank you. Thank means you. A lot. Um, so you can follow jonathan jonathan dfw for personal stuff right twitter yeah. instagram uh forward barbershop hotel Dryce, d-r-y-c-e Y-C-E. yeah um it's an old dry Ice yeah, warehouse. I meant to ask you about that, but yeah. you know, whatever, my <laughs> brain <awesome>. scrambled. <laughs> Blended, yeah, Boom. and that's gonna be so awesome. Man. It is, I yeah. can't wait. Um, so shooting for 2021, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, self employed on Magnolia Network, 
Um, same thing, probably 2021, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But be on the lookout, updates, so everything. Magnolia Network is going to take over what is now the DIY Network. DIY Network I didn't is know going that. away. Okay. Magnolia yeah, yeah. Network is taking over that space. So whatever channel DIY is on mm-hmm. for you will transform into awesome. Magnolia Network. They're yeah. geniuses, by the way. We literally, we talked to, there was a guy who... His, uh, whatever, a connection basically with, with a guy who works for them, who's one of Chip's friends. And we talked about having a food truck at Magnolia. Mm. And it got to the point where we were like, really, like, this may happen. And then uh, Chip, I guess, is really good friends with the barbecue place in Waco. <laughs> and they were like, no. And so yeah. then they have a, a food truck there. But it was kind of cool. Yeah. And if they looked up some of my Baylor tweets, they probably wouldn't be happy. Anyway, but, um, but that's awesome, man. We're really excited for you. For us, guys, Heim Time Podcast, please review, like. Yeah. Um, yeah subscribe. 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 Yeah, I'm, I'm terrible at this. We have a Patreon where we're doing kind of um, behind-the-scenes stuff, other videos. That's patreon.com, Heim Time Podcast, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, whatever, YouTube. Um, again, we really can't thank Jonathan enough for coming on and, you know, just, just remember us in a few years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. we go to Hawaii. We'll get the guest house. Yeah. He'll, you, you get the house in Maui and then we'll, we'll be in the, the guest, guest house. house. <laughs> yeah. And we'll just, we don't need, we don't need a ton of room. Just like uh, pizza in my time. A futon maybe. And, uh, yeah. We'll be there. And, and work one day a week. Yeah. One yeah. Day. Awesome. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate thank you, it. Guys. Appreciate it. Awesome. <laughs>